0: If you are listening to this, this is historic, you all. This is our 50th episode of Families That Stick Together. I know, crazy, right? If you have been here the whole time, oh my goodness. Thank you, thank you. You are so amazing to me. And of course, even if this is your very first episode... Thank you for being here. This is going to be a fun little episode just about where we are with together moments and how I just see that fitting into the world today. Be sure to stick around to the very end of this episode because you all, we have some really fun deals we have going on to celebrate number 50. Come along, friend. Let's grow. Welcome to families that stick together Just step right over the random pile of clothes where it looks like all my kids melted. Turn right past the pile of papers still out from last month's school project. Maybe don't look at the sink and make yourself at home, friend. This is where our family of six hangs out. It's where our real life happens. Stay long enough to be reminded of what we both already know, that swimming upstream is not without much work and grace, but it does come with friends who are rooting you on just as fiercely as the way you love your strong family. We work together here as friends so we can get to the end knowing we did well. Come along with us to gather together to grow through it all. Welcome, friend, with your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee. I can't wait to spend my time with you. Welcome to the 50th episode of Families That Stick Together podcast. This is so crazy. 50 episodes. I had this dream at the start of 2020 to start a podcast, and I knew it was going to happen that year, and that was my goal, and it did happen. I launched in June, and thank you guys for continuing to be here and support this and help just spread the word about having a place to feel like you can grow your strong family and people are with you and you hear from good guests and just so many hopefully really great actionable ideas that you can place into your family when sometimes the world around us seems like it's caving in and we just need ways to keep our family strong. I appreciate you guys so much because I feel like I need that Just as much as what my whole point in doing this is, is to know that I'm surrounded by people who feel the same way as I do, who want to just keep this value strong in their family and who are fighting for ways to make it happen. I am a firm believer in doing everything at our family first. I think that too much proves today that we cannot control what is on the outside of our home. We just can't. We can't control what comes into their minds through social media, obviously, through television shows, commercials, songs, what they are going to see in the stores, at their school, whatever. And that's just the way it is. I know that you have always heard the phrase, the same one I've heard, that we are in this world but not of this world. And that is really what I try to teach at our home is if we have to live in this world, then we better know how to do it. But we have to keep our faith solid. We have to keep the values that we believe in very solid. And we have to make sure we keep focusing on those and practicing them. Because when you quit practicing, you start forgetting. And nobody wants to find themselves in that position. Last week on our episode, we had Kimberly Amici from KimberlyAmici.com and Build Your Best Family podcast. She was on here talking about family culture, as I know you know. She was talking about what made her even get to the point of trying to discover this for her family and want to focus on what started out as just how do we live on purpose? She said, our life was a product of what was happening to us and not what we were choosing for our lives. I'm going to repeat that again. Our life was a product of what was happening to us and not what we were choosing for our lives. And she went on to say, we just wanted to live on purpose. So much of what I do here at Together is exactly that. It's just, let's not be affected or influenced as much as we, as the world would like us to be. Let's make sure that we are focusing at home. And just to recap a little, I started this whole mission with Together because I was sitting in a restaurant in 2016, it was a long time ago, and I sat around there, and I, I mean, I looked around there, And I just saw so many people disconnected. They were families who should have been enjoying each other's company and getting to know each other and talking and having all these fruitful conversations. And they were distracted and not because they wanted to be, but because they hadn't figured out a better way to do it. And I left that restaurant that day and I said to Matt, there's got to be a better way. I'm going to figure this out we can't raise our kids in a world where face-to-face communication is so lost and it's breaking down the foundation of families because when communication starts to dissipate the family itself will too its strength will weaken for sure so i set out and together for family dinner was born with stickers that would provide people these opportunities to just sit and talk easily in a way that wasn't intimidating and that just fit into real life so you could get these deep meaningful connections happening quickly and of course it evolved to have together for lunch bags and together for date night and advent and easter and today i feel like i sit at this spot with this this business where you know i i got to be honest i didn't set out to build a big business I didn't set out to provide some income stream to our family. It has happened that way. But what I I did was I just knew there was a better way to help families, and I wanted to try it out. So I did, and it worked. And the one thing I will say to be really real here is – You know, when you look around at other companies, maybe how they grow or you watch Shark Tank or you watch these people on social media and you think it was an overnight success or something. I have built this very, very slowly. I have always said, I've said it on here, I say it to my friends. I will never build someone else's family at the expense of my own. So I love you all. (laughs) But the strength of my family is pretty important too. So I'm not pumping out all these resources and podcasts and things like that and sacrificing my time at my house. So things definitely get put on hold. I don't send out emails the way I you know, should based on all these business seminars and things like that. I don't make all these social media posts the way, quote unquote, I'm supposed to. I just – Live my life and come up with the things that I think you all would like to hear based on what I want to hear and what I need help with and what my close circle of friends is talking to me about and what we are all struggling with and, and concerned with and excited for and what we know works, what we see don't doesn't work. So I sit here with this conversation on our 50th episode of Families That Stick Together because last week with Kimberly's episode, it just made me think, all right, hey, everybody, let's gather ourselves right now. And because it really made me think, okay, if we see what we're up against in the world today and we see what our children are up against, there is no better time than right now to know what the heck we stand for. Is our life a product of what's happening to us and what is influencing our family and what's impacting our family and what our kids, what the voices are that are coming into their heads from the busyness or the outside environments or whatever? Or are we truly choosing what we want for our families? I sent out a question a couple weeks ago through my email, and I put it in my stories, and I'm sure it was a social media post. Of course, it was in together sticker form, and here's what it said. How do you hope to finish this sentence in 20 years? I'm proud of our family for blank. The truth is the world needs more families like yours. They do. They need us to stand up, to be proud of what we stand for, to know what we stand for. And the other part of that is we have to know what other families do stand for and make sure we're surrounding ourselves with them because it's really not going to get much easier, I don't think. So who are you seeking out to fill you up when you have those questions about different things, different values that are important to your family? Where are you taking time to spend your days to let things influence your mind? And most importantly, how are you using those moments with your children to have conversations that actually build them up, give them strength, encourage them, empower them, help them know what they are so good at, what their strengths are, what their values are, what their virtues are. Are you taking time to actually sit and have these conversations and say, I know the world tells you this, But this is what God tells us. This is what he desires for us. This is where your worth is. Your worth is not found in some social media post or something your teacher tells you at school. This is what is good and true. And you tell them. You all, these things keep me up at night. They do. I'm sure they keep you up as well. How am I going to keep my family strong? How am I going to empower them to stand up and launch them into the world. As Amy Carney says, episode eight, Parent on Purpose. If you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to it. It's one of my favorite ones. She's awesome. She always talks about how we have to prepare our children to launch them into the world as adults who can make good decisions and be strong out there and do what God wants them to do. These are big questions that I know must keep you up at night as well. And it has made me have so many thoughts of where this business goes from here. <laughs> do I write a book? Do I start another podcast? Do I start so many things, and I'm not going to say yet because they're a little bit secretive. <laughs> do I do all of the above? If I start another podcast, by the way, it will be in addition to this. I have a couple ideas. But um, I... I just think there is so much in this world that we are all being called to do right now and to stand up for and to make our values heard. But I also think that we have to start with our immediate sphere of influence, our immediate mission field, which is the four walls of our home. So really this episode, this 50th episode is... Just a way for me to tell you all where I'm at, what my goals are for this podcast, for the Together Moments mission, and it's this. We believe that strong family begins at home first. You build your marriage, you build your family, and you make them so strong that they don't waver under any kind of pressure because the foundation is rock solid. And I believe that that happens with a firm foundation of faith and a firm foundation of solid communication. And I know that I can easily bring that to you. I do because it's worked for our family and I promise you that is what keeps our family going. You all, today I'm recording on a Monday. I will take two children to soccer or no, two children to track. I don't even know where I'm going. One back and forth to dance, one to soccer practice. It's crazy. It's just the beginning. Our spring is going to be nuts. But we have figured out a way to make all the small moments count and have the most meaningful conversations where everybody is very solid in what they stand for and we're constantly having those conversations and digging deeper and getting to the heart of what really matters because when they are constantly entering this world outside of our home because of the busyness, I want them to be fully prepared as I know you do as well. Again, to reference Kimberly's episode from last week, our family culture is what you can expect to see in your family, what other people can expect to see in your family, what you know everybody in your family can count on, and what you can be known for. So when you think of your whole crew, your family, what do people know you as? Are you proud of that? Are you continuing to grow that? Do your children see it? Does your spouse? Are you building on that? Are you making decisions based around that? I'll I'll give you a quick example here real quick. Obviously, family dinner is super important to us. Those moments of together time are very, very important. We have four children. You all know that. We're crazy scheduled. They're only getting older and more involved and finding more things that they are very excited about and passionate about, and and quite honestly, I like to see them get into those things that fill their souls. So we don't always deny it from them because it's good for them and who they're made to be. Now, our youngest, Nathan, is signed up for soccer this year and he was in the fall as well. So we you know, are letting him do that again. And we decided to sign him up for t-ball. Well, we thought, ah, eh, it's fine. We can walk to the baseball field. It's right up the road. It won't take that much time. It'll work out. It'll be adorable to see him <laughs> on a little baseball team. And, you know, he's our first boy, so we were excited to get into baseball, even though I know it's a very long sport to watch. But I had three brothers that played it. Anyway, when we got the email about what time the practice was and how that was going to work out, you know what? It was the one night during the week where we can all have family dinner together. And I looked at Matt and I said, we can't do that. We're going to have to bail. We're going to have to pull him out. We're, we're stopping this before it starts because it's not going to work. And we knew we had to t- stay true to that. And here I have my sweet little five-year-old saying, that's not fair. The girls do more than one sport, which he's exactly right. But I said, buddy... You know, I I told him all the things, you're still going to play soccer with your friends and it's going to be fun and we can play t-ball outside in the backyard, blah, blah, blah. And I just said, it's best for our family. We're not doing it right now. And, you know, as they grow up, I think it's important for everyone in our family to see that what's good for one kid isn't always good for the other kid because of different things. And, you know, he's five, so that's easier to do that at that age and not have him see that everyone's doing, you know, two things and he can only do one or whatever. But I'm saying this because when we know what we stand for as a family, it truly will dictate the other decisions that we make within our family on a daily basis, but we've got to stay strong to that because I'll tell you what, his cute little brown eyes looking up at me saying, I just want to play t-ball could have pulled me under in that moment and made me say, oh buddy, you're right. We will adjust our Tuesday night schedule. It's fine. It's only however long it is, but I couldn't. I had to stand up for what we we believe in and every time we model that in our family we are modeling to our children that you know sometimes you have to say no to good things and, and, and stand up for what you believe is best for yourself or your family and it means sacrifice and it means frustration and it can sometimes mean a little bit of regret but like I always say sometimes it's about what will leave you with the least amount of regret. And I'll tell you what, Nathan will have many days to play baseball. So as much as I'd love to see him in a cute little uniform, I will regret more that we gave up this spring, one night a week for dinner, when all my kids are, you know, they're not getting younger and we're going to lose those moments slowly. And I sacrificed them for a little t-ball team. I'm not doing it. So thanks for sitting in this episode, listening to my stream of consciousness here. I I really just wanted to take time on on this episode, marking 50, to just tell you where I'm at as a mom and a friend to you and just a believer in strong, strong families. I think we need to unite. We need to gather together. We need to know what we stand for, but we need to know first what our own family stands for. I have two fun things I'm offering this week. Because it's our 50th episode, if you snap a picture of this podcast and you tag me on Instagram or Facebook at Together Moments, and say why you love this podcast. Not this specific episode, but just the podcast families that stick together in general. And I see your tags. So you got to make sure I see it and respond to you. So if I don't, please send me a direct message. But tag me and I will give you a coupon for 50% off in our store to celebrate episode 50. As this episode airs, it's Tuesday, March 9th. So this 50% off deal is good through Sunday, March 14th. And also to celebrate strong families and to encourage you all to just keep building strong and and give these as gifts and tell other people how easy this is. Our Together for Family Dinner and Together for Date Night products are also 20% off in the shop till next Sunday, March 14th as well. But if you share this, that'd be awesome. And I appreciate it. And I will recognize you. And I just thank you for Sticking with me and for making me feel like it is an easier journey because I know we're in this together. I'm going to leave you with the sticker that I set in this, this episode. This is not in any game book, it's just the one I made for my email and my um, post to gather information from you guys. But here's what it says, and I want you to bring this to your family. Talk about it with all of you guys, your spouse and your children today and find out what they desire because that opens up such a great conversation about what they already see as your family culture. So here's the question. How do you hope to finish this sentence in 20 years? I'm proud of our family for blank. I hope you all find this together community to be a place where we can all feel normal, to fight hard for what we want for our family Even among a world that many times feels the opposite, the world truly needs to see more families just like yours. Let's stay strong together and be families that stick together.